Good morning, my brothers and sisters. I have the great privilege of this morning in speaking episode 49 of Be With Me. I'm actually with my real brothers and sisters. We're in a car. Sorry for the noise. All right, here's the story. Today's going to be a day of first. We have the first martyr. We have the first persecution. And we have the first ravaging of the church. So let me read. This is from uh, Acts chapter 8, verses 1. And Saul approved of his execution. That's Stephen. That's the first martyr. And there arose in that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. So here's the persecution. And they were scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. All right, let's talk about ravaging for a second. That is a nasty word. It means to cause harm, injury, damage, ruin, to destroy. Uh, it's not a very fancy word. Uh, let's just be honest. Nobody likes uh, their house violated. Nobody likes being dragged off. I'm sure the, the early Christians weren't excited about it. And here's the the 40,000 foot view though is that the Christian world is full of the purposes of God done by people who may or may not be excited about it so you would agree that nobody likes to have their house violated or be dragged off or taken to a first century prison or in Stephen's case stoned so that's the first century stuff well how about now does anybody like to give generously or to um, marshal a wayward tongue or do the love one another's that the, the New Testament asks, even when it's uh, difficult, to, even when it's diff- it is difficult. So here's my complaint against God this morning. It's like, Lord, how could you let this happen? What kind of a God would let his church be ravaged in the first five minutes of its, of its existence? Aren't you God of justice? Why don't you just smite this guy, Paul? Well, here's the answer. It's because of the next paragraph, and it's because of the next page. And those who were dragged off and imprisoned, they didn't realize what was going to happen next. And similarly, in the difficult circumstances that we face, likely we don't know what's going to happen next. So let's read now and find out what happens in the next paragraph. Here it is. Now those who were scattered went about preaching this word. Philip, we'll talk about him in a second, went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them Christ. And the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard and saw the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice, came out of many who had them, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. And then pay attention to this. So there was much joy in the city. So we have Christians being dragged off and persecuted, which causes the scattering of the church. This new guy, Philip, he goes to a new place, kind of the enemies of the Jews, Samaria. uh, They'd been enemies for hundreds of years. And what does he get? He gets their attention. Signs are shown. Paralyzed people are healed. Spirits, unclean spirits are cleaned up somehow. And it results, last line is, so there was much joy in the city. 
and then I'm not going to read ahead, but then I asked the question, why doesn't the Lord just smite Paul, Saul? Well, Saul becomes uh, Paul with the great uh, conversion and goes with Barnabas and others and uh, preaches throughout uh, Asia and what turns out to be Europe. So uh, he is needed or at least utilized in the church by the Lord in a dramatic way. My point is that the people who were being ravaged, all they could see at the moment was the ravaging, and I'm sure it wasn't present, and the dragging in the imprisonment. I'm sure that wasn't present. I'm sure that wasn't pleasant, but it results in something they couldn't see, at least at that moment in time, which is joy. So specifically, it has to do with Samaria. All right, so we have this first martyr, Stephen, who results in the first persecution, which results in the first ravaging done by Saul, which sort of generates the first evangelist or missionary. Now, who's that? Well, that's Philip. Philip is a person who who goes somewhere geographically out of his comfort zone. He's the first one to really do that, and uh, it results with much joy. All right, so here's a couple of uh, conclusions that I have today. Number one. Uh, maybe you're sitting there saying, hey, I'm not a disciple. I'm a nobody in the in the Christian church. Well, guess what? Neither was Stephen and neither was Philip. Philip wasn't a disciple. Stephen wasn't a disciple. They were chosen uh, to make distributions to the widows. Stephen was first on the list. Philip was second. And there was five others. So be encouraged. The, the work of the Christian church is done by people who are not uh, apostles. And then the second one is just be careful with our complaints against God, is we have to be careful that there's more than is happening to you at this moment in time. There's a paragraph that's ahead. There's a page that's ahead that may, uh, the Lord may be using in his sovereignty. So if you are today in a moment, quote-unquote, that you don't like, let's blow up the perspective a little bit. And there's something that may be ahead that brings joy now, that joy may not be in you. This was in the Samaritans and literally in their arch enemies. So there's hope, if you will, in the next paragraph for those who love the Lord. We can't read ahead. He works all things together for those who love him, including death, death of Stephen, persecution, ravaging, and God knows. So maybe there's, maybe your story doesn't end with suffering. Maybe it ends with joy. Well, my brothers and sisters, I thank you for listening. Uh, Lord willing, I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.